Oh, hi, everyone. Welcome to Podcast for Your Life. We are back, and I'm Jason. I'm Jam. We've got a cool episode for you today. We're going to be talking about narration for your life. Like, if you were to have a narrator. For, nope, we're not going to talk about that, because no, I no. feel like everybody talks about that, right? Yeah, everybody talks about it, and listen, everybody's everybody's sentence they say is that they wish Morgan Freeman narrated their Morgan life. Morgan Freeman, yep. And, like, I can't disagree with you, but it's not that original. Somebody else has already thought of it. And many people have already said it. What about Liam Neeson narrating my life? Specifically, him acting as the voice of Aslan from Narnia, narrating my life. You'd have a pretty hopeful life. He'd be kind of always like, (laughs) basically it's like, you're talking about, like, so it's this representative of God character, representative of Jesus character narrating your life. It's kind of like. It'd be kind of weird at the same time, though, wouldn't it? I guess he's narrating your life. You wouldn't hear it. That's the point of narration. Whoa. This is true. It, okay, so it's who, just, okay, so the question is, who is narrating? Not who's narrating. Who is hearing these narrations about your life? Like other people. Like, can you just imagine somebody walking down the street, you know? And then you're like, you hear this voice, like, the girl walked across the street. And you're like, who the crap is this? Sorry, that's a great probably should say crap. <clears throat> who the heck is? Okay, I probably just messed it all up because I saw myself. Anyway, so where were we? So we're not talking about narration in a general life sense. What we really wanted to talk about. Um, was narration in movie trailers. Like, the, the classic, like, movie trailer narration thing. I mean, how would you describe the specific thing we're talking about? Those, it's usually a dude. Um, come to think of it, I don't know any females. Like... At all? Yeah, unless it's like... Yeah, I don't know. All I can think of is, like, growing up, you get those, um, you know, those guys who do the kind of... Coming to your movie near movie theater near you, you know, or like mm-hmm. he thought he was the loneliest kid. Like that was basically my childhood, <laughs> and it was like they. I feel like all the movies back then, and I grew up in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I feel like so many of those movies had a um, a narrator talking about the trailer, like kind of explaining this person's situation. And that was like every trailer for every home video that we had. Yeah. You know, or every video on VHS that we had. Yeah. But nowadays, I feel like that's not so common. Right. It's like all text or, yeah, like I just like, it's either a joke, like honest trailers on YouTube, they're super popular and that guy's got a, you know, great trailer voice, but those, you know, like the movies that they're doing trailers for don't, like I don't remember them actually having a narrator. For mm. the trailers, you know? Yeah. Well, in general, trailers definitely have, like, seasons, or maybe you should say, like, like um, fads or whatever you want to call it, but basically, like, you notice that trailers start to look the same whenever a trailer has a really successful new idea, a lot of trailers copy it. And one example of this is, like, you know, right now, a common thing for trailers is, like, they have a lot of flashy images and like a repeating beat or repeating song or something like that. And just the idea of like just being sort of bombarded by <laughs> images and shots and yeah, sounds. It's quick. It's kind of like the thing now. And yeah. it's been that way for like maybe five years or something. Yeah. I remember one of the first ones to do that that was really like um, seemed odd at the time and it was like kind of broke through to where as a trigger that I watched several times because I was like, oh, this is different. Was The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the 2011 film david fincher adaptation of that that novel or whatever they like did that and i remember it being this it was an original feeling thing at the time but now it's like how everything is 
whereas the narration thing by like a deep voiced male or whatever for a long time was a long time yeah. yeah like i remember like older um yeah older movies i feel like i haven't really seen you know i wasn't alive around in like the 40s or mm-hmm. 50s but i feel like i can i've seen the trailers for stuff like that and it's like you know like this guy just narrating the entire time there's no footage of the film it's just like this slow panning like landscape shot and it's a guy describing the movie and then it like lands on the people and they're like smiling happily at the camera and then it's like in theaters you know like well i don't know if how, i don't know how necessary trailers were like like i think the idea of advertising about a movie on tv was probably like a, a probably limited thing for a while until like now of course youtube totally different deal now but like like we would um like, people went to the theaters just to watch the movie, not because, like, hey, we right. need to go see, you know, Angels in the Outfield. We need to go yeah. because the, whatever's playing in the theater is whatever's playing. Right. I think there was, like, yeah. And there are probably fewer movies in theater at a time than, I'm not certain on that, but I think, I'm pretty sure that's that's got to be true. Um, but in the 90s, it's also, like, you know, we started having, like, when we did have TV growing up, we didn't always, but, like, you know, a lot of channels, whereas... Um, before that, there was the whole, like, time when people had three channels or something. So then you could advertise specifically to kids or specifically to adults or specifically to sports fans. You could put a movie trailer, you know, ad on different channels to market to different people. Yeah. But that's when I think it really started going nuts. The trailer started being a huge hit for, like, getting people to actually go see your movie, and it probably made a big difference. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, there's the you get those tropes, like, the in a world thing. yeah like that totally came from that era and those are still like popularly referenced right but by us by people exactly that's what i'm saying yeah yeah by us but like that's gonna be a joke that um like you know when we're the people who are working with young people like we're the kind of the younger, younger people in our workplace but like someday when we're not we're gonna make a joke like in a world and this like our, our so young like, what is that yeah right because like, they'll all talk like that what is that the, i think Kids already already talk like that. Oh my gosh! Hopefully, when like when they're old enough to like work, you know, they won't. But. It is just it's just so weird. Narration is kind of weird in general. Like, but it's also great. Yeah, I, I feel mean, like think about not planet, always. Think about Planet Earth though. I feel like it means so much more because David Attenborough is. Um, is narrating it. You know. Well, I should know who he is. The Emperor Penguin. Loves to eat fish in the morning. You but know, who, like, that's how he talks. Who's basically. David Attenborough? I have no idea, but he's a famous British voice. Hmm. Maybe he's a famous actor. I don't know. Huh. You would probably recognize his voice. I mean, I'm sure I would, and <clears throat> probably also recognize his face if he's doing like, stuff. I like, iconic voices definitely can make or break, yeah. like, a documentary, for example. Oh, totally. You know? But what's interesting is that we talked about, when I was in documentary courses and stuff, like, the narration has to bring something that isn't already present visually. And so usually it's because you need it to string the story together. Right. So either you have a story like Planet Earth that doesn't have... I mean, animals aren't, animals aren't talking. You need a, a, a person to explain what's happening. Right. It totally makes sense. But in some things, it's because of laziness or because of lack of, of um, visually... Um, evident storytelling that you need a narrator so it's kind of like okay this isn't making enough sense we need someone to explain it to them 
that's kind of we talked about that and that that made me have sort of mixed feelings about narration depending on the situation sure so trailers it's cool and it's kind of funny but in a lot of trailers if you go watch old ones now that are on youtube it is kind of dumb like you can tell that they're dumbing down sort of the premise of a movie for you to make it feel really accessible and to draw you in and uh, it just kind of feels like a like a device rather than like a like a useful and enjoyable or something tool like i don't think our enjoyment is part of the equation it's more like how can we make this easy to understand so they'll come see this the most explosive trailer ever yeah yeah one man his wife (laughs) i don't know their dog i love those trailers though i love trailers that just make not make fun of but just use that style and it's like like, I think one of the late night guys did a movie, the movie. I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yes. He, like, made that. And it's just, like, great because it, like, just keeps going on and on and you have all these, like, ridiculous situations. But the thing that keeps it going is the narrator. Yeah. And he, like, keeps it going even though they're, like, wait a second. There's, like, th- probably 30 different movies that could be, or 30 different storylines that are coming out of this trailer. But the thing that's keeping it consistent that makes it, like, Oh, this could totally be one movie. Is yeah. the narrator right? Right, right, so. right. My my older brother, he worked in radio for like a while, and he has he, he also did theater, so he has a good voice. But he had a movie uh, narrator voice down pretty well, and so he was gonna just like do different kind of narrations on the fly, and he would do this one where he'd like <laughs> he'd just list off people, kind of, probably like movie the movie does, but this is pre Jimmy Kimmel video. And he'd be like, one man, his wife, their dog, his, his dog sitter, the dog sitter's mother. And just like list off people and stuff. And then he'd, he'd end it with something like, we'll become eternal saviors. That's creepy. Yeah. It's real creepy. But it was really, <laughs> it was really good. He was good at it. I'm like really butchering it. But it was like this. It's 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 partly that humor through repetition, like he would, often, right, 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 you know, and he would just. Well, that's yeah, that's yeah. what the Tyler trailer is. Yeah, yeah, I think one of the one of my like not all time favorites, but definitely for me a classic YouTube video. We we're at that stage in life where we can say classic YouTube, right? Where like ten years ago is considered the classics of YouTube. Yeah. So anyway, one of my classics that I watched growing up was it was called Voice Talkers. Um, you should totally look it up. Maybe we'll we'll post the link with the video. But basically, it's in it's a joke video envisioning a family of people who do the narrations. You've got a guy who does, like, um, the narrations for movies, you know, who does the whole, like, one-man thing. And then you have, like, a mom who does, like, female voice acting for, like, infomercials. Like, uh-huh. I used to be so tired before I switched to, you know? <laughs> and they just, like, tie it into life. And, like, then they have, like, the kid who's, like, doing the, like fake cereal not fake like the cereal commercials like yeah what is it uh like tasty crunch yeah you know? like Whoa, it's got that cool. big that big breakfast taste the kids love oh yeah so it's like they're just talking about all of the like stereotypes for voice acting <laughs> and it's it's pretty amusing because yeah. you're like yeah but then this was like probably a it, it might be a 10 year old video that was like 10 years ago just 10 years ago and yeah. now man a lot has changed <laughs> Anyway, that's a, that's a good video. I've probably spent too much time on YouTube, but, you know, like, so does every other American, so. Well, Jam, do you have any closing thoughts? 
Nope, that's all. That's it. I think um, we pretty much put the nail in the coffin of the uh, trailer narrator. So. It's when he nailed the coffin for the last time. I think, like, in another life, in an, in an alternate universe, I feel like my personhood is probably a, a, a voice actor. Your personhood? Yeah, my personhood. Wow. I don't know what else what I would call my alternate version of me, would that you, be? I think you just mean your ghost. My, my alternate version of me is a ghost, is a ghost voice actor. <laughs> okay, anyway. Well, that's it for today, kids. So, uh, thanks for listening. As always, do subscribe and uh, check us out on Facebook. Um, if you ever find an episode particularly hilarious, you should, uh, or just particularly enlightening, you should definitely share it with your friends and yeah, family. We aren't claiming to be um, funny because I've put some standards pretty high, but if you seem to be entertained by one, feel free to share it. Entertained. Um, this is what this is, is, is entertainment for your life yes. in the form of a podcast. Yeah. So thanks, guys. Yeah. Peace out.